Welcome to Oy Vey Isn't a Strategy, Success Solutions for Work and Life, with Deborah Grayson Regal, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast, If Only the Universe Would Send Me a Sign. This is your coach, Deborah Grayson Regal. Woody Allen was famous for having once said, If only God would send me a sign, like making a large deposit in my name in a Swiss bank. Now, of course he jokes, but uh, it sounds like Woody Allen actually has a perspective that many of us have, which is that we are waiting for the universe to give us a sign. A sign about what to do, a sign about where to move, a a sign about how to decide. And, of course, sometimes when we think about the universe, we are thinking about uh, a higher power or a force or sometimes even God, depending on what your belief system is. And we all know the comment that says, if you want to make God or a higher power or the universe laugh, make some plans. Usually when we think about a sign from the universe, it's sometimes a sign uh, that uh, maybe we aren't doing what it is we should be doing. But I I've had a couple of examples in my life, a professional example and a personal example, where it was very clear to me that the universe was involved. What do I mean by the universe was involved? Well, sometimes I feel like the hand of God participated in what was going on. Sometimes I feel like the stars were just aligned. And every once in a while, you just get a feeling where you go, wow, this is creepy but cool. Typically, when I have those feelings, it means that there was an unbelievable coincidence going on or a connection happening that seemed to require more than what just humans are capable of. Uh, And uh, sometimes it was just that it was clear that something mythical was happening in that particular moment. As I mentioned at the beginning, I've had many experiences that the the universe was sending me a sign, and the universe sending me a sign was actually very, very connected to uh, how I quote-unquote found out about uh, the birth of my twins in, in an interesting way. So let's go back about 12 years ago. 12 years ago, I was pregnant with my twins, and the thing that I didn't know, the thing that I did know was that I was expecting twins. The thing that I didn't know was whether they were boys, whether they were girls, or they were one of each. Because we didn't know that, we had many, many sets of names picked out. We had two girl names, two boy names, and boy and girl names. And every combination was a little bit different. We had them in English and we had them in Hebrew. And the only name that made both lists that included females, so two girls or boy and girl, was the name Sophie. And that was a name that uh, that my husband, Michael, and I chose because my grandmother was Sophie, and I very much wanted to name for her to honor her in my life. So when I was about two months pregnant, my husband, Michael, and I uh, took a business trip. It was for my work, and he came with me to San Francisco. 
and as we got on the plane, we took our seats and buckled up for the ride, and the um, flight attendant came over to us and said, excuse me, I just needed to check in with you. Did you order kosher meals? And we said, yes, we did order kosher meals. He said, okay, let me just check your names off. Michael Regal, check. Deborah Regal, check. Sophie Regal. We said, what? He said, uh, excuse me, did you order a kosher meal for Sophie Regal? Now, at this point, I don't remember if all the color left my face or filled my face, but I definitely got goosebumps. And Michael and I looked at each other with a what is going on here kind of look. And we turned to the gentleman and said, no, uh, there's not a Sophie Regal traveling with our party who would need her own meal. He, of course, didn't get it, but then we told him, nope, we did not order a special meal for Sophie Regal. So that was weird enough. It wasn't like Jane Doe, John Smith. It wasn't a really common name, and for him to have picked Sophie Regal out of nowhere gave me my first inkling that maybe, in fact, I had a little Sophie Regal that was traveling with me. And now, of course, that I've seen what a hearty appetite she has, it makes perfect sense that she might have called ahead to order her own coach your meal. But that wasn't where the universe conspiring part ended. A few minutes later, the flight attendant came back to our row and said, uh, I'm very sorry to bother you. I went over my flight roster again, and there's no Sophie Regal anywhere on the list. I don't even know where I came up with that name. I'm sorry to have bothered you. Now, of course, this was no bother to us. This was a story that uh, really resonated with us and that we have been telling now for uh, a dozen years, much to the delight of our daughter, Sophie, who is exactly as special as you would imagine, knowing that she had already alerted the universe of her presence when she was only uh, two months in utero. So that was a moment where I said, wow, I think the universe may be giving us a sign that we have a special little daughter coming our way. Now, of course, we have a very special son, Jacob, too, but he's a little more chill and a little more mellow and a little bit more relaxed, and uh, he wasn't the kind of kid who was going to plan ahead to, uh, to send us a sign. He came right on schedule, and we were delighted to get him. But Sophie announcing herself to the world feels very much like something Sophie would do, and the universe certainly gave us a sign. I had a professional sign that uh, the universe was uh, trying to take care of me far more recently. As uh, some of my listeners know, I have a really, really fun job. And uh, one of the really fun gigs of my overwhelmingly fun job is that once a year, I get to go to be a visiting professor at the Beijing International MBA program at Peking University, China. And I've been doing this for the last few years. It's been an amazing opportunity for me to work with senior leaders who come from all over the world to learn presentation skills and writing skills and for me to learn more about Chinese culture and Chinese business. It's been really incredible. So earlier this past year, I went to a networking event through one of my professional associations. Now, I'm a really good networker, but I'm a reluctant networker. I don't really like going to big events. I'd rather meet people one-on-one. And this event in particular, it was so 
overwhelmingly packed with people that ironically it felt impossible to meet anyone. And I sort of reminded myself that the goal of a good networking event for me is to meet one valuable contact, somebody with whom I can form a relationship personally and professionally moving forward. So I used my own very scientific professional standard of who I would meet. I decided to pick the woman wearing the coolest piece of jewelry. And I walked over to a, uh, a lovely woman who was standing at the bar who was wearing a gorgeous necklace of uh, wa gold wire and green glass blocks and commented on her necklace. She commented on mine. We struck up a little conversation and then uh, made uh, an arrangement that we would be in touch again. Two weeks later, I was sitting in her office, and as we were chatting, she said, you know, I've had you in mind, and I wanted to ask you about something on behalf of a colleague. I'm wondering if this is you, and if it isn't you, this is going to sound very strange, but if it is you, this is even stranger. I said, go for it. She said, I have a colleague of mine uh, who works at the business school at Fordham University who has been seeking a presentation skills instructor who has a particular expertise and experience with Chinese MBA students. Is that you? And I felt the exact same thing that I felt when uh, Sophie Regal, two months in utero, was offered her own kosher meal. I felt the color either flood from my face or flood to my face, but I certainly got goosebumps on the back of my neck and felt my hair stand up. And I said, uh, yeah, you have found the one. And of course, I'm joking. I'm sure there's more than one. There's probably at least two of us. Actually, I know of three personally. But the fact that I had picked this woman out of the room to connect with and that she knew the person who was looking for the thing that I know how to offer said to me that the universe was conspiring to make sure that I had a really, really good and exciting and well-matched professional year ahead. So here's what I want to leave you with. Sometimes we think that the universe is conspiring against us. We might have a day that just seems like it was a day from hell. Uh, we oversleep, the uh, coffee is burnt, we're late to a meeting, we spill something on our suit, the trains are running late, and then we get home and uh, the kids are crying or the homework hasn't been done and nobody's defrosted anything for dinner. And we start to think, ugh, the universe is working against me. But I want to invite you to add to that perspective the fact that sometimes if we're willing to look for it, the universe, your higher power, God, is actually conspiring to inform you, alert you, warn you, or treat you to something that is, is better than anything that could have happened by human force alone. When those moments happen, note them be grateful for them, and do what I do, which is share those stories of the universe sending you a large sign, maybe not a deposit in a Swiss bank account in your name, but a large sign that someone or something is looking out for you, and share those stories because they give hope to other people who need a sign that the universe is working for them too. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to speaking to you next time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Oive is in the Strategy. We invite you to write a review on our iTunes page and comment on our show page at jcastnetwork.org slash oive. The opening and closing music for the oive podcast is Responsibility by Naomi Less. Her album, The Real Me, is available on Amazon, iTunes, and CD Baby.